So thankful to be with you for another episode of the program Watch Therefore. The first thing I want to do is invite you to church. If you're in the Houston area, I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel in Pearland, just south of Houston. We'd love to see you at church. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, and you can find out all the details. Now, I have a question for you, and here it is. Will you have a good day on that day? What day? Well, as a disciple of Jesus our Lord, if you're born again, there's a very special day we should be preparing for that I'll talk about after a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, and our great God, and soon in any time, any time coming Savior Jesus' name, I pray you would bless everyone watching today and bless this program. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen and hallelujah. And so uh, the Apostle Paul writes about that day in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 2 Corinthians 5. Here we go. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, you are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I've laid the foundation and another builds on it, but let each one take heed how he builds on it, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved yet so as through fire. Then in 2 Corinthians 5, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or or bad, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your consciences. And, and, and so, uh, the receiving good or bad pertains to those uh, two distinctions uh, that we saw in First Corinthians three, that that each one's work as a disciple of Jesus the Lord, that they've lived out their lives by grace, cooperating with God's grace, when tested by fire, uh, the work that endures will be rewarded versus that which doesn't endure the testing of fire, wood, hay, and stubble, the bad. Yes? And, and so what I'm going to share with you, because, and let me, let me share with you why I'm doing this. I often teach Bible prophecy on this program. And the signs of the coming of the Lord that are all around us today, leaping off the pages of the Bible. And, and, and that we should watch, therefore, and be ready. Yes? Well, part of that being ready is understanding the things I'm going to talk about today. Preparation for the day, that day when we stand before the Lord. So I'm going to share with you, if you will, four lengths of a chain, four stepping stones that will get you to a good day on that day. The fourth one I'm going to start with. Destiny. Destiny. What do you mean? Well, if you aim at nothing, 
you're sure to hit it. This is the fourth one, then I will name all four uh, chronologically. Our Savior Jesus has given uh, different servants different amounts of uh, money to invest. He uses the term talent here, which is a weight of gold or silver. Great uh, amount of money, uh, this which he gives them is worth. Okay, a talent of gold, a talent of silver was very valuable. So he who had received the five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you have delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. That's, that should be the goal. That should be the goal of our lives. See, the goal of my life is to hear my Savior saying these things that begins with well done, good and faithful servant. The goal of our ministry is to help you hear those things. This should be the goal of our lives. Sadly, sadly, though this will be an open book test, the judgment seat of Christ that we heard about moments ago, yes, and to have passed that test with flying colors is to hear these words, yes, Though it's an open book test, most Christians have decided to not prepare for it. But that doesn't have to be you and me. And the things we find in the book uh, pertains to these four things I want to share with you today. Here they are. Number one, identity. Number two, calling. Number three, works of grace. Number four, destiny. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Okay? So let's start with our, our identity. We all who are in Christ Jesus, and that's part of our identity actually, we who have been born again, we who have received Jesus as Lord, share the same identity. We share the same identity. We're in Christ. We're not in Adam and his sin and condemnation and hopelessness. We are in Christ and his love and mercy and forgiveness. And eternal. We have assurance of eternal life. Yes, I'll just throw out a few others. We are friends of God. We're, a bond, we're bond servants of the Lord. Paul the Apostle opens up, for example, I believe it's the book of Romans. He opens it up. Paul, a bond servant of Jesus Christ. Yes, a bondservant. So a bondservant was a willing, lifelong servant. I don't have time to go into the details of that, but we are all to be bondservants of Messiah Jesus. These are just a few things I've shared with you that pertain to our identity. But we can't know our identity in Christ without knowing Christ, Jesus our Lord, without being saved, and without abiding in Him and growing in His grace. And through Him, we learn of, we grow near to, and we, we learn the, of the knowledge of our Father in heaven. Not just statistics and facts, but we, we know Him, and we, we grow in our relationship with our Heavenly Father, with our Savior Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And thereby, we can understand our own identity in Christ Jesus. Satan is an identity thief. He's an identity thief. And so many believers in our Savior Jesus say, professing believers, some who aren't possessing the Holy Spirit, who've never really been saved, don't know the Lord, don't know their own identity because they don't know the Lord. And many who were saved 25 years ago have intentionally remained uh, babes in Christ. Why? Because to understand our identity, we have to seek the Lord. 
We have to read the book. We have to meditate on the word. And that's how we know him. And that's how we understand who we are in him. Identity. Our identity in Christ Jesus. Okay? And, and so, uh, the next thing is calling. Our calling. Which I will introduce in just a moment, but first some very important things I'm going to share with you on this program, and then we'll get right back to this. Oh, remember to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. There are important things I want to share with you on this break, but before doing so, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all who have been partnering with Watch Therefore, our television program, our ministry blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Oh, truly, the Lord has raised you up for such a time as this. And folks, we if you squint just a little, you can see the finish line. King Jesus is coming for us. Let's continue to partner together with this Watch Therefore message. Conditions in the world are worsening all around us quickly. According to the prophetic scriptures, our Savior Jesus said this generation is heading rapidly to the time of the world's worst trouble ever. What's the answer? The Watch Therefore message. And this message stirs the lukewarm to repentance and gives urgency for the lost to re repent of their sins and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord now. Yet we're only on most of our networks once per week. And there's something we can do together, which I'll share in a moment. We're going into 200 countries, 200 million homes, but we can air more and still go wider and further. First, let me share with you some of the missions initiatives also of this Watch Therefore ministry. Romans 1.16 tells us the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first and then to the nations. And we know the faithful, wise, blessed servant is watching for the master to come and giving others their food in due season. Messiah Jesus is the bread of life. So we take him and the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan. We've learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus our Lord. They're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more. Regarding this very serious time in Israel, the war in Gaza and missiles flying in from Lebanon, know this, we have Israeli believing partners in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, fighting in Gaza right now and on the front lines in the north and all across Israel, comforting and blessing Israelis. Would you more than ever prayerfully consider financially helping us and partnering with us through blessing Israeli believers. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. Oh, we've got special work. For years we've been doing in Africa. Right now we're really honing in on Rwanda and the Congo, Uganda, and other countries who are asking us, please bring this discipleship to our church, to our lands, to our country, to our region. Yes, and so one of the great things you can do is get on our monthly newsletter for blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. As you do so, you will keep up with prayer points that are so urgent. We need prayer partners to continue to intercede for this work, to see it go 
forward. Also, for those who want to sow financially into this ministry, and as always, I've been saying this since we started the program, I'm gonna say it again. If you haven't believed in Jesus the Lord as your savior, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you'd simply be our guest today and that you would receive Jesus as Lord and receive eternal life. But for those who have already been saved and you understand the principles of sowing and reaping and laying your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do just that. And there's three pri primary giving platforms. One, the Watch Therefore television broadcast, and that's how we can spread this further and wider. You can prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore. There's also those who want to sow into Israel through blessing Israeli believers, and then into the nations. You can financially support our work in the nations. And with those newsletters, you can really keep up with how and where you're investing. And, and so, this is the way for us to partner together like that faithful, wise, blessed servant who hears, well done, thy good and faithful servant. When our Savior Jesus comes for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Shalom from Israel. I'm Ezra. I have the privilege to live in the Golan Heights and be a partner of blessing Israeli believers. You've stood with us faithfully, and we've been able to do, provide food baskets, um, medical like crutches, eyeglasses, uh, shower chairs, blood pressure monitors, so many different projects that you've provided for throughout the years. And I just wanna take this time to thank you for being so faithful, for truly demonstrating the love of Messiah to the people of Israel. And they are all so thankful. So on their behalf, I thank you. And I want to encourage you to continue to pray and stand with blessing Israeli believers. And I bless you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach from Israel. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. We're learning how to prepare for that day when we stand before our Savior Jesus for the most important test for any disciple of our Savior Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ. Uh, we've talked about the goal, the goal, the fourth and final stepping stone that should be so important. And in our front view every day, in view of that's the goal, that's what I'm reaching forward. How am I going to get there today? We need to, because we could stand before the Lord today in the after the rapture. Yes, we could stand before the Lord today. He could call us up today and we need to be ready. Watch therefore and be ready. And, and so I've discussed with you identity, the first step. Yes, the second one is calling. The third is works of grace. And the fourth, which should be our goal well done, thy good and faithful servant. Destiny, our destiny. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now be ruler over many things and enter into the joy of your Lord. This is where we are established as a kingdom of priests, ruling and reigning with our Savior Jesus when we return with him as he sits on the throne of David in Jerusalem. So identity, calling, being before doing, identity, 
calling. And so many are out there trying to do things, but they don't know their own identity in Christ Jesus, and they don't know his call upon their lives. Where do you see calling in the Bible? Well, here's one example. Paul, who said that he was a bondservant of our Savior Jesus, identity that we all share as bondservants of our Savior Jesus, said he was called to be an apostle of our Savior Jesus. And he was set apart for the gospel, the gospel of God. Yes, God the Father, God the Son, our Lord Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit. And so, our calling, yes, Paul knew his calling because he knew his identity, he could know his calling. What's your calling? What could you say, here's what the Lord's called me to, to do? Here's what he's called me to be, and here's what he's called me to do. That, that calling as an apostle had different giftings, spiritual gifts in it, the gift of, of evangelism, gift of teaching. Yes, yes, prophetic giftings as well, and healing, and, and more. And, and so uh, the Bible has spiritual gifts listed, and every born-again disciple of Jesus the Lord has a spiritual gift giving, given to them by our Lord when they're born again. Yet most who are born again in American Christian circles and in this environment today, they don't know their spiritual gift. They've been saved five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. They don't know their spiritual gift. Or they understand their spiritual gift not through their identity and their calling, but through what they've been taught. And much of it's perverse and strange and weird today and has nothing to do with our identity or calling what the Word of God says about the spiritual gifts. And so I don't have time to go in detail about the spiritual gifts, but you find them uh, in basic terms. Uh, some of the highlighted places of spiritual gifts uh, in the New Testament are 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12, Ephesians 4, 1 Peter 4. In 1 Peter 4, we see that the gifts are primarily given and divided into one of two ways, speaking or serving. It, it, could someone have a speaking gift and a serving gift? Yes, but generally speaking, most often you see people have a speaking gift or gifts and a serving gift or gifts. And, and, and so you can look at those places in Scripture. I'll say them again. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12, Ephesians 4, 1 Peter 4. And you can look at those gifts and, there's, and, and you can go in a pursuit of studying those gifts. But first know your identity and your calling, and your calling will be linked closely to that spiritual gift as well. And knowing our identity and our calling, we can then understand the works of grace we're to be doing. Why? Because the Lord will call us to do great works of grace that are according to the spiritual gifts He's given us. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, there are things we are all to do, whether we have a gift for them or not. For example, not everyone has the spiritual gift of giving, but we're all called to give. Not everyone has a spiritual gift of mercies, but we're all called to show mercy. Yes? But, but those spiritual gifts supercharge a person to do great works of grace in ways people who aren't gifted would not be able to do those things. Yes, it's so liberating to know your identity and your calling and your works of grace here to be doing. If you ask me, Dove, do you know your identity? Yes, and I can share with you what that means and, and my calling. Yes, and I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I've learned that over the years. And listen, if, if I would look back to 20 years ago compared to now, it's a whole different life. 
knowing these things. And that's what you should be able to say with a great smile on your face. Wow, it's a whole different life. As you seek the Lord to understand these things he says about you and that he's given you who you are in Christ Jesus, what he's called you to be and do, and that those works of grace will follow. People will get saved. People will get blessed. People will get encouraged. People will get built up uh, in the in the church that you're to be attending. Yes, you'll be able to do these works of grace to help build up others in the body of Messiah Jesus, and they'll be able to build you up with their gifts. Hallelujah. And you'll be a light in the darkness wherever you go as you understand your identity, your calling, and the works of grace the Lord's called you to. Now, now, where do we see these works of grace very specifically? Now, listen, we're not saved by good works. We're saved to good works through grace. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. A lot of people know this, but they don't know verse 10. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and not that of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. What's verse 10? For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Not that we should sit in them, not knowing what to do. No, that we should walk in them by grace. You know, there's this grace passage I give in Titus chapter 2 because so many are confused about grace and, and don't understand it. And, and I say, well, what does grace do? Well, grace saves us. Yes. What does grace do after it saves us? Listen to Titus 2. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for that blessed hope. Watch, therefore. Looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. For good works. Yes, grace. And that's where I get the term works of grace. Grace flows through our faith, yes, and through our understanding, through our faith, our identity, our calling, the works of grace that we're to be doing. And again, where do you find all these things? Where do you identify these four things that I'm talking about today? And then how to go from one to the other and have a firm, deep understanding of these things for yourself. You find these things in the Word of God and in prayer. And in seeking after our Savior Jesus and abiding in Him and growing near to our Father in heaven and knowing Him. Yes, and, 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 and being filled with and being very thankful for this comfort or this help for the Holy Spirit and leaning on Him to direct your steps and, and leaning not on your understanding. Yes, and so these things that I'm sharing with you today are oftentimes very foreign to the daily life of a disciple of our Savior Jesus. But that doesn't have to be you. And these things, as you do these things, you will gravitate to others who do these things. And you will be Team Jesus the Lord with them. And your, your lives will be a light in the darkness. That's what church is supposed to be. 
And, that, and when you partner with other ministries, you know, the Apostle Paul had these, this traveling apostolic band and they would go and, and do and be these things and he would partner with others in different churches who would be and do these things. And they lived different lives than those who didn't do these things. Identity, calling, works of grace, destiny. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Maybe today you need to start with the front door of number one, identity. Identity. And right now, if you would be honest, you would say your identity is that of being in Adam in his sin. Lost, separated from God by your sin on your way tragically to hell in a lake of fire. But today, you can have an identity adjustment. <laughs> you can have a brand new identity, an overhaul where the Lord says you're no longer an Adam. He declares you righteous, justified, because you repent of your sins and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And then you would be identified as far as our Father in heaven is concerned, if God before you, who can be against you as a child of the living God? Yes. And in Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Repent. Change your mind about your sin and begin to turn from it in your heart, which will put your feet on a different path. One that's turning from your ways in this wicked world to following Jesus the Lord, having cried out to him, I believe you died on the cross for my sins, Lord Jesus. I believe you were buried on the third day, rose from the grave, hallelujah. Save me, forgive me, I'm committing my life to you. I want this new identity. I want eternal life. And if you'll do that, he'll send his Holy Spirit to live in you and give you that new identity today. Yes. And if you're doing that, please look at the information on your screen. Contact me, I wanna send you a free brochure called How to Begin your new life in Christ. Just uh, this week, a dear man called me and had watched this and said, I want that brochure. And we talked and had a lovely time of prayer. And he is going forward with our Savior Jesus. That can be you. Contact me. I want to get this brochure out to you right away. There's no time to waste. All the signs around us show us our King, our Savior, our Lord Jesus is coming for us any moment, any moment to take us back to that place. He's been preparing for us and you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. Cry out to the Lord today. Call upon his name. Yes. O oh, Father in heaven, in our great God and soon in any time coming Savior, Jesus' name, please bless all of our viewers today. Save, heal, forgive, and raise up and begin now like never before to put them on the path of these four stepping stones. Thank you, Father and Messiah, Jesus' name. Hallelujah and amen and amen. So glad we had this special time together. This, this is how I like to end the program. Remember to watch Therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R 
I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.